Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment and credible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting, the Podcast Network. I am Tom Barton, the Sports Garden production. If you guys want to get in touch with us, it is Sports Garden, G A R T E N, hashtag S G N, over at Facebook, over on Twitter, all of the social media accounts. It's Sports Garden. Dot com as well. Guys, we have a lot to do today, and, and I want to take this time in the middle of the dog days of summer and the all-star break coming up. And I know, look, Johnny Gordeaux signed. There might be KD signing coming up soon, or maybe they say, hey, you know what? We're not, there's no way he's going anywhere. Baker Mayfield found a new team. There's lots going on. But us in the betting world, we're really excited because a lot of these online places, they just put out their season prop play totals. So I want to talk about that today. We're going to get into all of that. Again, if you guys want to contact us, please do so. I love the interaction. And somebody asked me about three weeks ago, you know, when will these come out? When will I do a show on them? Well, here we are. So it's a perfect time. I know the All-Star break is coming up and everyone's in a baseball mindset, but you can jump on some of these nice and early. So I want to give you an idea where I'm sitting with a little insight and analysis. We'll start it off. And I'm looking at the Caesar lines only because, you know, we're looking at the Caesar lines. For nothing, no reason, no rhyme, no reason. I just pulled this up. Uh, Most of them are about the same, but I wanted to have one that I could kind of show you. And they do have things like, look, division winner, regular season wins. They've had these up for a while. Make the playoffs, best season record. Uh, Caesars also has team to go 17-0. That sits at, uh, yes, plus 1,500, no, minus 4,000. Team to go 0-17, yes is plus 800, no is minus 1,400, right? The championship, but I want to talk about today, regular season passing touchdowns, rushing yards, receiving yards, and sacks. That's what we're going to talk about. So let's start off right here. We'll talk about regular season passing touchdowns. I'll give you a list, and I'll give you my analysis. Tom Brady's 5-1, to one, Patrick Mahomes is 6-1, to one, Matthew Stafford is 7-1, to one, Rodgers 8-1, to one, Herbert 9-1, to one, Josh Allen's 10 to 1. Joe Burrow's 11 to 1. Dak is 12 to 1. Derek Carr, 14 to 1. Russell Wilson, 15 to 1. Kirk Cousins is 18 to 1. Matt Ryan's 20 to 1. Deshaun Watson, yeah, that Deshaun Watson, 25 to 1. Kyler Murray, 30 to 1. Same thing with Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Carson Wentz, all 30 to 1. Ryan Tannehill, Tua, Jameis Winston, all 35 to 1. Zach Wilson, Jared Goff, Daniel Jones, 40 to 1. Trey Lance, Baker Mayfield, Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts. Lamar Jackson, Tyler Hundley, Davis Mills, Marcus Mariota are all 50 to 1, 60 to 1, Jimmy Garoppolo, Drew Locke, Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubinsky, 80 to 1. And then you got guys like Matt Corral, Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, the backups, Jordan Love, Teddy Bridgewater, Desmond Ritter, Andy Dalton, Tyrod Taylor, all 150 to 1 or more. So look, we're we're not talking about them. 
Okay, we're not going to get into that. I will not get into Kenny Pickett or Drew Locke at 80 to 1. I'm not getting into Garoppolo, Mariota, Davis Mills, Tyler Hunley, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts. I know Hurts is good, but no. Justin Fields, I'm a Bears fan. Nope, nope, nope. Not getting into Baker. As good as Baker has been, he's not leading the league in touchdown passes. Jared Goff, even into the 40 to 1 guys now. Zach Wilson should have a better year, but no. And then this is where it starts to get interesting. You know, maybe a Jameis Winston at 35 to 1 starts to intrigue you, potentially. Jameis Winston has the guns to do it. He's been right on top when he has been at his best. It is a new system. If he gets Michael Thomas back, it's not a terrible go out there and take a stab at 35 to 1. But to me, to take a guy like Jameis Winston, I need 50 to 1 or more to just take that crazy stab. I'm not doing it. You get into a guy like Tua's got all the new weapons, just never shown it. Ryan Tannehill's in a running offense. Carson Wentz, same thing. Daniel Jones, no way. Mac Jones, running offense. Trevor Lawrence at 30 to 1 is, is not ideal, but it does make some sense. First of all, I think Trevor Lawrence is still one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm not pulling off of that because of one bad year with a terrible coaching staff. Darren Bevel should have never been a coach anyway. And Urban Meyer, of course. He's got a lot of weapons. He grabbed Christian Kirk. He's got a lot of weapons around him. Now, I don't like that Peterson likes to use a bunch of running backs, but I do like that Peterson understands talent. And he gave Carson Wentz basically the tools to give him his MVP campaign. Trevor Lawrence at 30 to 1, I was hoping was going to be more of 45 to 50 to 1. And you could take a stab on that. I don't think Trevor Lawrence leads the league in touchdowns, but I'm thinking that maybe I could be buy into the 30 to 1. Matt Ryan, 20 to 1, not enough for me. Kirk Cousins at 18 to 1 could be interesting. They switched, and you'll hear this theme with me, um, with Minnesota. They switched over to a more opened up offense. They have really just gone out there and told the media time and time again, we are going to throw the ball. This is going to be a Kirk Cousins led offense. They want to make Kirk the guy, they want to make Kirk fling it all over the field. I love Justin Jefferson. If they had a, and Osborne's okay. But if they had a real good number two, I might be able to take this at 18 to one. I just don't think, I don't think it's going to be enough here. For years, people in Seattle have been asking Seattle to let Russ cook. Well, I can tell you what, Denver's going to let Russ cook. Does that mean that with good weapons and Jerry Judy, does it mean with Albert O and Cortland Sutton, that there are enough weapons to lead the league in touchdowns? You know, if Russell Wilson was 25 to one or more, I might gamble on that one. 15 to 1 is just not enough for me. And it's the same thing with Derek Carr. Can I see Derek Carr doing it? Can I see Russell Wilson doing it? Yes. Everybody that is 20 to 1 or less, I can make an argument for. I can make a conscious argument for. Just don't know if it's enough juice. Dak Prescott, I actually think the offense comes back this year, uh, back to the norm. Joe Burrow at 11 to 1 is going to get a lot of attention. Joe Burrow at 11 to 1 is going to get a lot of attention. Uh, because of the weapons, because of Higgins, because of who Joe Burrow is, of course, and because of Chase. But I think that they are a better team. And with being a better team, they're going to run the ball more. They're not going to have to throw it downfield. And they're going to go to Joe Mixon more. That's what's keeping me away from him. Same thing with Josh Allen. Justin Herbert makes so much sense. Justin Herbert at 9-1 to makes a ton of sense because he's Justin Herbert with all of the weapons. He threw for over 5,000 yards last year. Justin Herbert is that guy that can absolutely do this. 9-1, to one, maybe I'm looking at that. I don't think Rodgers at 8-1 to one is going to, to be the guy. Take away Devontae Adams. I think they're going to a more running attack there. Stafford, same sort of situation. Yeah, he's got more weapons, but they're very good. They're going to try to run the ball more, even in a passing offense with McVay. I don't see Stafford doing that. Mahomes could, but I don't like him without Hill. Now, he might be out to prove a point, and I hear he's got a chip on his shoulder, sure. 
but I don't like that. And it's the same thing with Tom Brady. At 5-1, to 6-1, to one, I don't want any questions. I would take Mahomes at 6-1 to one if he had Hill. Okay? But without Hill, I have questions. And with Brady, he doesn't have Gronk. Even if you think he's coming back, he doesn't have him early in the year. He doesn't have a fully healthy Godwin. He lost some weapons. So I don't like the value on them. I think Justin Herbert at 9-1 to one makes a lot of sense. I can argue for or against Joe Burrow at 11-1. to one. It's not quite as good for me. Same thing with Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins. Cousins at 18 to 1 is intriguing. If I had to make one bet, I guess I would go on Justin Herbert if I was taking one long shot. Even though the Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins makes some sense, I think Trevor Lawrence at 30 to 1 would be my long shot. I really wanted bigger odds for him, and this is where the books did a really good job. I wanted bigger odds for him. I didn't quite get the bigger odds for him. Um, as far as rushing totals, you know, regular season rushing yards totals are always going to be, you know, up in the air. It's going to be, you know, regular season rushing yards totals are, are are always going to be a matter of, okay, who is going to be the guy that gets the carries more than how it's going to be efficient? And, and that really is what you're arguing here. How is it going to be efficient? Because the efficiency thing, it, it seemingly is everything right? I mean, efficiency-wise, we're talking about what every single position player is basically saying is, give me the ball, and I'm going to show you what I can do with it. Okay, that's that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But you still need to touch the ball. And what I mean by that is somebody like Javante Williams would be a pick for me, would be a guy that I would say, listen, I think Javante Williams absolutely will go nuts. I think Javante Williams can go absolutely crazy this year. But he is sitting there with Melvin Gordon, which makes me say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pull back. I'm going to pull back on him. So let me give you the odds. Jonathan Taylor to lead the league in rushing yards, plus 500. Derrick Henry, plus 500. Dalvin Cook, 10 to 1, 9 to 1 in some spots. Nick Chubb, 9 to 1. Joe Mixon, 14 to 1. Najee Harris, 16 to 1. Elijah Mitchell's 14 to 1. Javante Williams there, I mentioned them, 20 to 1. Damian Harris, 22 to 1. Antonio Gibson, 16 to 1. Cam Akers, 25 to 1. J.K. Dobbins is 30 to 1. Austin Eckler's 30 to 1. Ezekiel Elliott's 30 to 1. Christian McCaffrey's 40 to 1. Josh Jacobs is 40 to 1. Rashad Penny's 40 to 1. Leonard Fournette, 30 to 1. Lamar Jackson, 40 to 1. Aaron Jones, 40 to 1. Miles Sanders, 40 to 1. Devin Singletary, 40 to 1. Alvin Kamara, 50 to 1. Bryce, uh, Brees Hall, 50 to 1. David Montgomery's 50 to 1. DeAndre Swift, 50 to 1. Travis Etienne, 50 to 1. Saquon Barkley, 50 to 1. AJ Dillon, 60 to 1. James Conner, 66 to 1. And they get into guys like Ken Walker and Chris Carson and Chase Edmonds. Look, I'm not taking any one of these long shot guys because they don't have the opportunity. Now, the opportunity may open up. And you might say, hey, Tony Pollard at 80 to 1 if Ezekiel Elliott gets injured. Yeah, I get it. Right. If he gets injured, sure. I can see a path to that. I can see a path to a Kareem Hunt at 100 to 1 if Nick Chubb gets injured. But you're banking on it if someone gets injured. I don't like to do that. So I'm going here. Look, A.J. Dillon doesn't have the opportunity. Saquon Barkley, probably intriguing for a lot. And I know in one of the sports books, he's down to 40 to 1, but he is 50 to 1. Probably intriguing to a lot of you guys out there. Saquon makes a lot of sense, but he's more of a pass catcher. And you're looking at an offense that wants to utilize him out of the backfield more than just run him straight into the line. A lot can be said that I said about Saquon Barkley, about Travis Etienne and DeAndre Swift. Their best attribute is that they catch balls out of the backfield. David Montgomery would be great. 
I think the Bears are going to go a run-first offense. They're going to do a lot of play action. I've talked about this. Talked to our friend Rob Mish about this in the Chicago Tribune. I think they are going massive heavy play action because they're going to have such good running game. But that comes with a one-two punch that nobody's talking about. I think Khalil Herbert is going to be the one-two punch and take away from David Montgomery. But I don't hate David Montgomery at 50-1. to Brees Hall, again, out of the backfield. Calvin Kamara does most of his yardage out of the backfield. Devin Singletary won't get the yardage for that. Miles Sanders, again, catching the ball. Aaron Jones, a lot of the same. Lamar Jackson, uh, no way. Um, Rashad Penny is a health thing. Rashad Penny makes a lot of sense at 30 to 1. Rashad Penny is a guy I could sit here and argue all day long. Because if you're going on the opportunity notion, if you're going on the, uh, the notion of, well, if they just get a chance, well, Rashad Penny makes a ton of sense, okay? He died for 46 last season in rushing attempts. He finished 28th in yards. And the guy missed a ton, right? I mean, he missed a ton. He sat back and uh, basically he started six games, really. I, I mean, that's really what you're looking at. So if Rashad Benny plays 14 games, he can lead the league. But I'm not sure. And a lot of people are going to look at Walker and drive this down. This opened up at 60 to 1. You can still get it at 40 to 1 in some books. It's down to 30 to 1. So you can see a lot of people are where my mind is at. Christian McCaffrey, again, guy that works out of the backfield. Ezekiel Elliott is an interesting name, but at 30 to 1, no. Um, and money's coming in on him because I see him down to 25 to 1. If you give me him a 50 to 1, I would take a shot at Zeke. Maybe he stays healthy. Maybe he's out to prove something. Dobbins may not start camp on time. Akers is coming back from an injury. Austin Echoes a pass catcher, as is Antonio Gibson, who they brought in a lot of talent for. Damian Harris has a chance at 20 to 1, and there's a, a sports book out there you can get 30 to 1. Damian Harris has a chance, but I don't trust Belichick and I don't trust Stevenson in that combination. Javante Williams, you know how I feel about him. Just told you guys, I'd be all over him. The Melvin Gordon signing, ugh, I, I don't like it. Liza Mitchell, we don't even remember he's going to start. Najee Harris is somebody that makes so much sense, but his opportunity should be pulled back. At 16 to 1, I don't love the opportunity option there. Then you get to the big boys, okay? And the big five, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, and Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon makes a lot of sense because he's going to get the opportunity. He's going to get the rushing yards. Cincinnati wants to run the ball more, but they are still a pass-first offense. They are still Joe Burrow first. That concerns me. Nick Chubb has the talent to do it. If they ever got rid of Kareem Hunt or he got injured, Nick Chubb, you know what you're going to get. Nick Chubb is going to get you 12 to 1,400 yards tomorrow. Do you think that that's going to be enough to lead the league? We know that. Nick Chubb has the opportunity if Kareem Hunt goes down and Nick Chubb can stay healthy. Oh, by the way, at 10 to 1 odds, that makes some sense. Nick Chubb, to me, is the guy. He's the safest floor guy. I know he's going to be in the competition. I don't know if Mixon is. I'm not sure Dalvin Cook can stay healthy and a new offense, and he's 10 to 1 as well. Dalvin Cook, pretty decent, but you know what? You're getting away from that running offense. I don't know. I don't know how Henry's going to come back from an injury. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor can sustain it. If there's one guy, I know his numbers. It's going to be Nick Chubb. Derrick Henry, by the way, at five or six to one. I just won't do it off of that injury. Everyone's talking about all the injuries in, in the league, and nobody's really concentrating on Derrick Henry and all of the, uh, the reality of, of what his carries are going to be. And then Jonathan Taylor at five to one. It's just not enough for me. It's just not enough for me um, when you're looking at the going for the for the gusto here. Nick Chubb makes some sense. Nick Chubb would be the guy going, but I don't love any of these prop plays, to be honest with you. I really don't. Um, it, it's a it's a tough, tough 
spot play to go on. It's a tough situation to go and, and touch on that. How about most receiving touchdowns? This is always a fun one. Cooper Cup is 5-1. to one. Jamar Chase is 5-1. to one. Oh, Weirdly, you could still get him at 9-1 to one at FanDuel. Mike Evans is 7-1. to one. Devontae Adams is 8-1. to one. Justin Jefferson, 9-1. to one. Travis Kelsey is 9-1. to C.D. Lamb, 14-1. to one. Same with Stephon Diggs, 14-1. to one. Gabriel Davis, 16-1. to one. Mark Andrews is 16-1. to one. Tyreek Hill is 16-1. to one. Debo Samuel, 18-1. to one. T. Higgins is 18-1. to one. Keenan Allen, 20 to 1. Jerry Judy, 22 to 1. 25 to 1 is Michael Pittman. 25 to 1 is Juju. 25 to 1, Allen Robinson. 25 to 1, Adam Thielen. 30 to 1, A.J. Brown. 30 to 1, Mike Williams. 30 to 1, Marquise Brown. 30 to 1, Terry McLaren. 30 to 1, D.K. Metcalf. Deontay Johnson. Amari Cooper, all 30 to 1. 35 to 1, Hunter Renfro. D.J. Moore. Russell Gage. Darryl Mooney. Jalen Waddell. Dalton Schultz. Cortland Sutton. Chris Godwin. Darren Waller. Michael Thomas, Kyle Pitts gets to 50 to 1 with Elijah Moore, Devontae Smith, Michael Gallup, Tyler Lockett, Brandon Cooks, uh, Dawson Knox, DeAndre Hopkins, Austin Eckler, Alan Lazard. All right. Here's the spot. And by the way, Christian Kirk is also 50 to 1. I, I, I might take a shot at Christian Kirk at, at 50 to 1, but no, I'm not going to do that. I, I won't do that. I'm looking at these guys. Look, Gallup and Smith, and I don't see that guy. If you really love Kyle Pitts, he could be the guy. But his one problem last year was that he flat out could not get into the end zone. And it, it was a product of something that we've seen in Atlanta for a while with Julio Jones just not being able to kind of get into the end zone. That, that, that's kind of an issue. I won't take it even at 50 to 1. Michael Thomas at 40 or 50 to 1 is real intriguing. It's real intriguing because they're going to start throwing with Jameis Winston. It's real intriguing because Michael Thomas certainly has the talent. I just don't know where his head's at. And can we t- touch on somebody that you don't know where his head's at? I can't. Darren Waller is interesting at 40 to 1. Darren Waller certainly has the talent to do it. Two years ago, he scored a ton of touchdowns. Last year, he had a lot of touchdown regression. Now you bring in Devontae Adams. Question you have to ask yourself is Devontae Adams, because by the way, De- Darren Waller asks for a lot. And Devontae Adams is like 30% target share. Um, the, will Devontae Adams and his target share hurt in the red zone, or is he going to be the only guy looked at? Aaron Rodgers only looked at Devontae Adams in the red zone, or are they going to double team and leave Waller open? Cortland Sutton makes some sense, too, if you believe him in Denver. The problem I have with that is that inside the red zone, and we've seen this in Russell Wilson's career, besides only running the ball, which he likes to do, loves the big tight end. They do have a big tight end there. And you have Jerry Judy, so I don't like that. Daryl Mooney's not going to lead the league, but he would be an interesting 40-1 to upside shot as well. You look at a guy like Mike Williams. Mike Williams at 30 to 1 is interesting. Mike Williams at 30 to 1 might be the guy for the Chargers. He was having a phenomenal first half. Not sure what happened to him. 30 to 1, he makes sense. A.J. Brown makes a lot of sense too. If you believe in Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown is now the big weapon there. He's going to be the bigger weapon than Dallas Goddard. They want to show why they paid for him. That makes a little sense. I'm not going to go with it. Michael Pittman is a guy that everyone's kind of on top of at 25 to 1. By the way, you could still get him at 40 to 1 in some spots. But Michael Pittman makes a lot of sense. Michael Pittman's the number one receiver with now Matt Ryan in an offense that really will open up because of Jonathan Taylor. But there you go. I just mentioned two names. Jonathan Taylor is going to be the main guy inside the 20, and Matt Ryan couldn't find Julio Jones for like 10 years. So I don't believe in him. Jerry Judy, I mentioned the same thing with Keenan Allen. A lot of competition. T. Higgins clearly has competition. Debo Samuel, I see a step back. Tyreek, they're going to try to give him a lot of a lot of looks at, at the end zone. They're going to do things like reverses and whatnot. Tyreek makes some sense if you believe in Tua. I just don't know if I believe in Tua. Mark Andrews, touchdown regression coming for Mark Andrews, strictly because they had to throw so much more than they were used to. 
Then you get guys like Diggs and Davis, both on the same team, both, you know, 14 to 1 and 16 to 1. I'm not touching either one of these guys because they're both on the same team. CeeDee Lamb at 14 to 1 is real interesting. Now, I know he's got Dalton Schultz, but CeeDee Lamb is going to be a target monster. CeeDee Lamb is going to be that guy. I think CeeDee Lamb breaks out this year. CeeDee Lamb makes a lot of sense at 14 to 1. Travis Kelsey, well, you got to ask how much of a takeaway. Is this going to be for a 33-year-old Travis Kelsey and now the takeaway of Tyreek Hill? That's a concern. Justin Jefferson, I absolutely love it at 9-1. to I think Justin Jefferson might lead the league in receiving and receiving touchdowns. Justin Jefferson, to me, could have a Cooper Cup type of year. I think that he he is now in a pass-first offense. We have watched nothing but pure success from Justin Jefferson. I would be on Justin Jefferson. Devontae Adams, I worry about the Waller share. Mike Evans makes some sense, but he's 7-1, to one, which is a little rich for my blood, especially for a guy like Brady that likes to throw it around. Jamar Chase, same thing. T. Higgins is going to take some of them away. Same thing with Joe Mixon. And Cooper Cup at 5-1 to one is just not enough for me. I would, I would give a hard look at Mike Evans, but uh, Justin Jefferson is kind of the guy. Je- you want to go Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb? I'm perfectly okay with both of those. I- I'll take a shot at both of those. All right, guys, so that's going to do it for me. I am sitting here in the middle of the summer, and we're talking about the NFL, and we're talking about NFL prop plays, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Talking NFL prop plays in the middle of the summer, there's nothing better than that. You got you to gotta feel the NFL coming on. It's going to do it for me, guys. Go check it out, sportsgarten.com, G-A-R-T-E-N, over on Facebook, over on Twitter. It is hashtag S-G-N. Have a very good week, everybody. We'll be back, and you can bet on that. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.